Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson, you know, before they were legends of outlaw country, they were lost souls looking for their sound. Don't miss Mandy Moore and the new scripted audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the rise of outlaw country music and its biggest stars. Hear how one woman's vision in her tiny living room, far from Nashville's Music Row, became the epicenter of a musical movement. Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in The Boar's Nest. Listen now at audible.com slash The Boar's Nest. This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol. The joy they brought to the nation. You're free completely. No one is there to destroy you. The danger they endured. They said my head should be cut off. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, here with Tanil Towns, and when you walked in, again, I feel like I see you all the time, but I had to kind of check myself and go, in human form, I don't think I've seen you in a long time. In a long time. I know, it feels like I see you too, which is mm-hmm. awesome. But Which this- is awesome, but still, it's pro- probably not as awesome as we think no, it is. It's much better in person. I was, and I want to go back and, and catch up on some stuff, but I was... I was Listening to your song because we're play- I'm playing it on a lot of stuff. You know, as soon as you put out something, I'm constantly You're featuring so it on awesome. countdowns or, or national shows. And Thanks, um, I was listening to Villain. Well, you're always going to have me as a supporter forever. Thank you. It doesn't matter what's going on or when it's going on. Like, me and you together forever. But, yes, please. Um, Villain and me. And then I was reading what you were saying about it. And you say, because you've written some extremely personal songs. Mm-hmm. You were saying that this is the most personal song that you've ever written. Mm-hmm. How so and why right now? Okay, so favorite way to write songs is to tell stories. Like, that's why I love songwriting. It's like I get to be the storyteller and I like the bird's eye view. I like, you know, talking about the girl and somebody's daughter or the jersey on the wall. It's like to be able to process something from that third person perspective is my favorite way to do it. But this song is not third person. <laughs> this is like about me and the thoughts in my head and the things I tell myself. And um, I think this past, you know, couple of years of being mostly home by myself, it's like much more of a reflective state of having the space and time and to go, okay, here I am with my thoughts. I'm, I, I think I'm feeling forced to like process them and write about it is something that's healing to me. So... That's what I did. It was a scary thing, but this feels like the first time I've really kind of done that with a song. With this song, it feels like you're talking to yourself about how you don't feel you're good enough. Yes. This is, that is very true. In what capacity do you feel you're not? And maybe you've, you know, had a conversation or you've had some growth that you realize you're wrong. I often do that with myself where yep. I feel a certain way and it's kind of like, well, my voices are telling me I suck at this, but I, if I 
go 10,000 feet up, look down on it, I can actually see some data yes. that would prove otherwise. That would prove otherwise. Yeah. So where do you feel like when you wrote this song that you were lacking? You know, I think it was coming off the high of putting out the my first record and feeling like, wow, this is so exciting. And now what? And going a little bit of the pressure behind that. And also just like catching up to processing things that I think I felt honestly in a lot of ways since childhood and in high school. It's like things that, I mean, I can sing somewhere and get off stage and just be like, oh my gosh, that was terrible. Like, I just feel rotten about it. Or, you know, I'll be in the middle of an interview and like spinning in my head about things that I should be saying differently or, you know, come back and look in the mirror and be like, why am I wearing this? This I don't feel good in this or whatever the thing is. It's like, I think we all have voices. That's just what it means to be human. But acknowledging them is something that's been helpful to me and going like, oh, I think this is good to talk about. And it makes it like less of a shame thing or a scary thing. And it's like, right, like this is normal. We all do this. And like you're saying, it's like to be able to kind of zoom out and go, Oh, okay. So proof says otherwise. People I love and trust say otherwise. <laughs> Maybe mm-hmm. I'm just like really hard on myself. I've just always been kind of hard on myself. For me, and I was, I've been just so hard and still am to a point, but I've realized now I'm not as productive if I'm really hard on myself. Yeah, you're so right. You can't get to the heart of the thing because you're distracted by the pulls of like not feeling good enough. You can't, you can't be in that dark space and like, I think, be your most authentic, you know, self. But I also think that what you learn and carry with you in those darkest corners is, like, part of the fuel, too. So I think getting in some of those dark corners, too, have, have inspired me to to grow into a better person and performer, and they definitely affect each other at the same time. Yes. Yeah. So it's taken, it's taken me hating myself to realize, okay, I'm hating myself because I don't think I'm good enough. But when I hate myself, I actually get worse at it. So an- analytically thinking, <laughs> even if I hate myself, I'm not going to hate myself because it makes me worse right. than I already was. So I've kind of logically talked myself out of being illogical. That's amazing. I love that. Because I do that and I beat myself up all the time for a second. And it, you get to do it less and less as you get older and see how That's much it comforting. actually does not affect. It's yeah. good to know. I appreciate that. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would crush myself after a bad radio show or a bad you know, stand up set or, or, you know, writing, I'd spend a few nights writing, you know, one of my books. I'd be like, mm-hmm. God, I just wrote for three nights and it sucked. And I'd read <sighs> it back and I would just be so ashamed of it. Yep. But then I realized that shame would set in and actually made me less productive because of the shame. And I would mm-hmm. go, okay, listen, I just got to move on. <laughs> right. Because it's affecting every, it's, there's a whole umbrella of just darkness over yes. the top of me that I cannot lift off. Yes. And so I, when I heard your song, like I related to it in that way mm-hmm. because I was like, I've often felt that way, but. Yep. The end is you do it enough times, you go one way or the other. And most most times it goes, to, you, you figure it out yep. and you grow from it, which seems like that's what you're doing. Well, thank you. I'm definitely working at it. That's encouraging to hear. And it's true. There's like, there's a point where it's kind of just accepting that it's there and like saying, that's, that's oh, a big part of it. this is a cloud because I don't like to see the clouds. I'm like, I would mm-hmm. much rather everything just be real shiny and smiley. And that's, that's my favorite way to be. But it's like, oh, if I if I acknowledge this, then maybe I can be logical about it because I don't think you really can until you do. So the this, two yeah. big things for me were um, therapy. Yep, same. Because I finally got somebody <laughs> that didn't have an investment into my life. Mm, meaning whatever they told me, they didn't have to deal with me at 3 o'clock on a Thursday yep. and then 5 o'clock on a Friday. They just told me what they felt, right or wrong. Somebody who's completely removed. 
and can and, just like look biased. through a whole new window mm-hmm. into your life. Yeah. Their only bias was that I'm paying them. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And I'm okay yep. with that bias. I'd <laughs> rather too. have that bias than the bias of like my wife at times where I know she she's telling me things based on she has to live with me. Right. And she loves you. And, and she does. And she wants to like coddle me sometimes and make me feel good. Oh, that's so sweet. And I don't always, that's not always the best. So one is, <laughs> is therapy and two is perspective. Uh, mm-hmm. Because when stuff sucks, you'd see things different, yep. not only for you, but for other people. Yes, that's true. Like it's not just the cloud on one part of you. Like it's on, it's just exists kind of, it follows you around. It's just on all of it. And then when somebody else is going through it, like, for example, you're younger than I am. You're going through this situation. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I've been there. Here, let me, here, here's the mm-hmm. thing. I also, mm-hmm. I love that. A lot of self-hate grew out of that. Yeah. Anyway, I, that's what I thought of. That's a long conversation about when I heard that song. Thank you for the conversation. I really, I like talking about it. It scares me to talk about this song. Like, I was like, oh, we're putting this out. This means I'm going to mm-hmm. have conversations about this. Um, but it's also a conversation that everybody wants to have and everybody wants to hear because yeah. everybody's having those same feelings. They are. It's good. I think it feels really, really good. It's hearing people like on Instagram or something in the last few days that have messaged about this song, it's like, okay, right. This is. I'm really happy to get to talk about this. And I really loved that, even that this piece of the conversation. Mike, do you have the song ready yeah. now? Um, here is some of Villain and Me from Tennille Towns. Try to be a hero Till it brings me to my knees Yeah, there's a villain in me Also, sonically, this is so my vibe, so my jam. This is so, I mean, this is everything I love about music. (laughs) It's, thank you. You have the sound I love, you have a message I love, and it's just complete vulnerability here. So, you don't need to know that I'm your biggest Uh, fan. This is Stan, your biggest fan. That's right. How's it been out with Brothers Osborne? So fun. Yeah. Yes. It's just, it's felt just every show is like, wow, I'm so thankful to be back doing this. I just missed it so much. And, I couldn't have like dreamed of a cooler tour to get to come back around to live music with with these guys. It's been awesome. I love watching their show every and they're night. They're also good dudes. Yeah, they're just really wonderful humans mm-hmm. that you can just talk about anything with. And um, I love just seeing the way like they work on something in soundcheck every day. Like they're just constantly crafting different pieces and parts of the show. Like it's always growing, and I, I think that's really amazing. I love watching that. I often tell the story about. You and I doing shows together, and you're my favorite, and I would watch, but I would also get really bummed out because you would make the crowd cry, and I was, <laughs> and I had to come on and do jokes. It's a and it was like, thank it was God, like the best, thank God. <laughs> it was like the best, worst support ever because you were the best. The whole, but to do comedy, ride. it was the worst. <laughs> like I'd have to dig them out of a hole so just to get back to that. even. I know. I realize. Yeah, you're right. It kind of like set, set, set it back. But of course, that's just the best balance because then it's just the whole. It's not supposed ride. to be balanced, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It wasn't a day of balance. But sorry, Bobby. it was. Ju- you were just the best, and people would leave and go. <laughs> I think Neil was so good, and I was like, I did a show too. That's what I would say. You know what? I did a show too. But Man, you- I loved those shows. That was so fun. And, like, your audience is just the best. Like yeah, they're, they're very generous. They're so yeah. generous. And they, like, listen. And it's really awesome. <laughs> you are the only someone that asked me. I was doing an interview with someone. And they were like, hey, who, who comes in to play your show? And 
You've seen everybody. Like, who affects you? I think that was the question. Hmm. Something like that. And you came up because, well, to be affected now, because I've been around and, and seen everybody and hmm. everything, yeah. I said, there's only ever been one person that's made me cry while playing in the studio. <laughs> when I feel like I'm in my force field. Man. And it was you. Wow. It, and I'd heard, I've heard you play, you know, realistically, 35, 40 times. Yep. <laughs> this is true. But you're the only person to ever come into my radio studio where I am bulletproof. <laughs> oh, man. And make me cry while performing. I have to imagine that when you do the, because you're doing your headlining shows. Yeah. Which is really cool. Thank you. It's just like when I got married, I, my DJ, who was DJing the wedding, put a, like a, a tissue in my pocket. And he goes, you may need these when you say your vows. I was like, I don't know. I feel like doing that with everybody that's going into your show. <laughs> like, I want to stand out front of the theater. And I want to have a I bunch. I going to put this in yeah. your pocket. I, I'm like, you're going to have some real highs, too. But I'm telling you, she's going to take you on a journey. I want to put all, oh, I want to put the tenil, t, tenil, uh, 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 tissues. tissues. That's what you need. That's what you need to sell before the show. Some, we, we've joked about that. Some kind of Kleenex tenil partnership. Tissues. But you oh, also man. lift people up so much at the same time. Well, thank you. Thank God. I really don't no, want to just do. travel around <laughs> yeah, and make everyone sob. Here's what I should mean. This is what I should mean. You make people feel. Uh, thanks. Which is the best compliment yeah. that I could possibly give you is that you make people feel with mm-hmm. your music. Are we good with that one? Oh, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Um, <laughs> That's so cool. You were named New Female Artist of the Year yeah. at the ACM. That's when I saw that, I was like, I mean, it's like watching your little sister like Aww, graduate thanks, high school. Bobby. <laughs> You're like, it's not college yet. I know she'll graduate college. Yep. yep but she but just she got her high school. Diploma. I thought that was, that was awesome, right? It was really cool. When you get that call. I mean, yeah, that was wild. That was in the, the heart of heart of Zoom days. And uh, Keith Urban's face popped up on the screen. And that was just insane. So cool. To see some of the other stuff. And. Obviously, I don't live in Canada. Our show is on in a lot of Canadian markets at night yes. and in the morning a little bit too. So we kind of have a presence-ish there. Yes, I have lots of family who's like, Bobby Bones. Well, that's Do very, you know him? That's, like, no, that's yes, not true. That's very nice of you to say. This is very true. But again, as I watch you develop as not just an artist, but someone who is starting to get the critical acclaim, you're now winning the big awards hmm. in Canada. Like, you you won a, first of all, the CCMAs will talk about, did you win a Juno Yes, I did. That's Which even- is crazy to say that sentence, but yeah, it's just weird. So cool. Um, yeah, to feel like what's a June? I, I know Juno is the big one. What 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 is it? Like the Grammys, uh, right? Okay. Yeah, it, it's like all genres of music. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, to have been recognized, especially at home, it's like I don't know. That was definitely a fear of just kind of picking up and coming to Nashville. It's like, what's what's Canada going to kind of think of this? And what do they think of? Do they think of you moving down as like somebody who's like leaving or someone who's trying to expand? I think, I hope the later, you know, I think that's the love that I've felt since going back ever since I moved here. Every time I go back, I just feel like people are so excited and so welcoming and awesome. And honestly, I'm really excited for the headlining tour up there this year. This is my first time getting to do that. And um, first time ever trying to sell tickets to my own show and people hey, are coming. Stressful and awesome. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, exactly that. <laughs> hey, uh, let me mention this while we're talking about it. Tenille's kicking off her very first headlining tour. Um, she announced dates for her Villain Me tour, which will launch in January. It's also your first solo trek in the United States. Yes. So you're doing Canada and the States. Are you looking at, because I would do this, do hmm. you go and look and see how many tickets are sold all the time? 
Uh-huh. I, I, would, I do it every day. <laughs> so glad I'm not alone. I, I would obsess about I it. I definitely will like check in with my manager and be like, hey, do we get ticket counts? But I'm also pretty good about just being like, okay, like I wouldn't say I'm checking every day, but I'm check- I'm definitely thinking about it. The worst day. is theaters when you can look and see Ugh, the seats, the, the seats, blue dots. Yeah. I'll be like, mm-hmm. how are these blue dots not selling in this section? Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. That's, <laughs> but that's where you want to get. Yes, right? it's like such you're an lucky exciting to be able place to have to be, the stress. I know. I feel like I'm getting to like, it's like a game looking at the chart and being like, I get to do this. Mm-hmm. Like I get to look at a seating chart for a show that we put on sale f- that for people are coming you, to you, for me. It's a you show. Yeah, it's a me show. It's really weird and really cool. Let me encourage you guys to go and, <laughs> and, and watch Tennille because again, I'll list uh, some of the American dates here. Uh, Cambridge, okay. Massachusetts, January 19th in New York on the 20th, Philadelphia on the 21st, Nashville on the 27th. Charlotte on the 28th, Chicago, Indy, Detroit, and Phoenix, all the way through February 10th. So, you know, we are pretty much in all these cities. <laughs> yes. Um, so so I, awesome. I hope you guys go and, you know, you, you watch Tennille and you go to a show because it really, really is great. It's just, again, it'll make you feel. You know, speaking of feeling, I always wonder when you do a work tape and you record it on your phone or you do a demo mm-hmm. and... You know, at times it's called demo-itis where you really don't want to change the demo because it was so perfect. Uh-huh. I would just think that all your songs are perfect as like really, really bare acoustic songs. When you have to add, now you have to add a band and instruments when you're making, is that a tough transition for you to go, oh, I, I don't know if I want to spice this up that much because it's perfect how we wrote it. <laughs> to be honest, it's kind of the absolute opposite of that. Like every time I turn in a song, I my immediate response is, oh, I'm just going to, like, I turn in, like, five or six songs at a time because I never want, like, one song to get more attention. Like, I'm just like, I'm going to send this group in. And then maybe, and I never feel like any of them are any good. And then it just takes me a long time. That's what happened with Villain and Me. I just sent that song in. And I was like, ugh, that feels really, you know, dangerously personal. And I'm just going to put it in the mix. And then it came back and it was like, oh, wow, everyone's really pumped about this song. And then I'd listen to it and... It just takes me a while to kind of grow into how I feel about a song. Um, And that one definitely grew on me the more I lived with it. And I had just sang like a quick guitar vocal at my house. I've learned logic this past year and a half. So that's fun. Um, So I put it down and sent it to my co-writer and producer. and, And then it came time to produce a song. And I was like, okay, so let's, you know, figure out a day to get some tracking done, get some real drums in and. Um, I'll go in and sing it, and everything about the song was a wrestle. Like, I recorded the vocals two different times, and both times it was, like, so it, it just emotionally tormenting, and the result was just not right. I was like, this isn't raw. This isn't this isn't the right thing. So we trashed it both times and went back to the vocal that I did in my room. Really? That's just that's like vocal. That's what you hear, yeah. And the guitar. It just, they went together. It was like, I can't. This is just how it's supposed to exist. So we built everything around that. But um, it was like six months of working on this song of like going, no, yes, no. And then going back to the original work tape. Six months of getting it right. Yeah. More than trashing it. Sometimes you have to <laughs> yeah. walk all the way down a road all to realize that's not the right path. That's right. And then, and I'm so glad because I don't think I would have had the like feeling of arrival or peace when it, it was finished because I'd have been like, oh, we probably should have tried to get the vocal differently or done this. So I wouldn't change anything about it. But yeah, it was quite a ride to get to it. You ever have a song? And maybe this was one of those instances where it's so personal. You're like, I like the song, but I don't know if, like, really, I want to share this. Oh, yeah, definitely had those feelings with this one for sure. I don't know if I've actually had that before because although there's like 
a piece of every song that feels personal. Like, it's kind of like it's traveling through me somehow. So there's pieces of me in any song that I'm a part of writing, but completely centered in it this way. This, this one was different. In every pair of Tacova's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. A great pair of Western boots will elevate a casual look or add a refined flair that'll draw both eyes and compliments. Tacova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they'll last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova store, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. They offer custom branding and leather stamping if you want to personalize your boots or fine leather goods. And stay cool in short-sleeve moisture-wicking pearl snap or make your own shade with one of their classic straw hats, new in both men's and women's styles. And if you're planning to hit the road, Tacova's ever-growing lineup of rugged and full-grain leather bags will get you where you're headed in style and are built to last decades. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. Tacovas.com. And don't go gently, y'all. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson, how do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the kids at St. Jude. St. Jude's been leading the way in the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of childhood cancer. Your support means that families never get a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food so the families can focus on helping their child live. And that really hits home for me because I've been to St. Jude many times. I've hung out with the kids, played music for the kids. I was in the hospital a lot as a kid. Now, I didn't have cancer, but if it wasn't for people stepping up, I don't know that I would have been able to go and stay in the hospital and be taken care of. So that's why we do this, take care of others. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. When you do this, you'll get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. So join all the doctors and researchers, you know, and me in this fight and just text the word Bobby to 785-833. It's only six numbers, but text the word Bobby to 785-833. You do vision boards? Yeah. Still? I do. And what, what, for what? Life? Career? All of it. Yeah. Mostly at this point, it's mostly career. You know, I think that's where my, my heart is, is anchored right now, but I got things on there for building all kinds of stuff in my life. Yeah. I'm looking at, I've taken a lot of cool things 
off. I took, I remember, I literally had your, the Bobby Bones show on there for a long time on the My Vision board. Yeah, but that happened like as soon as I heard you, I was like, you have to Which come do the show. was really cool to get to take it off and put it in my pile of things that happened. But yeah, I've got a- She t- burned it. Yeah, <laughs> no. I've got a, a tour bus on there now. We're in a bandwagon, which is really exciting. It's a like, bandwagon. Yes. So it's kind of like between the passenger van, mm-hmm. the Sprinter van, and the bus. So we're in like, it kind of looks like a, a- hybrid? It's a hybrid. It looks like a box truck. And Do you need got, a CDL to drive that or can anybody no, drive it? No, anybody can drive it. And it's like, yeah, it's just like a box truck with bunks in it. And then so the who, dri- who drives? Front. We have a driver. His name's Sean. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So you have a driver. You're we not do. you're not driving anymore. No, thank goodness. No, I'm not driving. I would not want to drive this thing. It's too big. But if you needed to. If I had to, I guess I could like drive forward in a in a straight, safe motion. Yeah. When I was again looking through your videos, I was just making sure I didn't miss anything and I was scrolling through. And I I don't think I saw your guitar that had the writing on it. Are, hmm. you, are you are you still playing that? So I have started a new guitar now because mm. we're on to the new chapter of music. So I still play that one, but I actually found this Martin guitar that I loved and I wanted it to be like guitar 2.0 to be darker so that I could paint in light colors to be the inverse of the first one. So I had the wood stained a dark color and then I went and got some paint pens at Joanne's and started drawing like a sunrise to kind of represent the new horizon and bringing things to the light of day. And um, now I'm just going to kind of tattoo it as I go because we're going to keep journeying to the next record in pieces so i'm just gonna tattoo the guitar as we go you know what's gonna be great about that other guitar i'm assuming you're keeping it i am yeah whenever the country music hall of fame gets <laughs> oh, to man. show it off that's gonna be <laughs> so a really cool. great piece <laughs> thanks bobby Bonin, Mike. yeah that'd be, a really, that'd be a really great piece one that'd day be really cool yeah um you if i'm right because i looked and i sometimes i'm wrong <laughs> did you write all these songs yes okay is that a, how important is that to you really important I mean, I love getting to listen to songs, too, that so many of my heroes, like, there's so many ridiculous songwriters in Nashville and songs that are made. I wouldn't ever, like, shut the door to a song if it really spoke to me. Um, But it's really important for me. I love to be, I love that part of it. I just love to write. It it feels like, you you were talking earlier about perspective and how... That's what gives me perspective. It like puts me in some hot air balloon. I'm just like floating above a situation and can figure out how I feel about it and how to understand something. So, I mean, on a personal level, it's just really healing. And I I love to be able to tell stories. There are a couple songs of yours that I'm I'm drawn to that I just think about. And I'll play you one that I made a note here. Uh, When I Meet My Maker, Mm. which again, I love slow and sad. My thank you, Bobby. <laughs> so, That's my jam. <laughs> and, and you wrote this by yourself. I did, yeah. So I'm going to play some of this first, and I have a couple things I want to say. Okay. We'll walk on heaven's boulevard. Up above the clouds, in between the stars, I'll ask him all my questions. And he'll answer with a smile I tell him how I love him And I thank him for my So when you write a song by yourself like this, mm-hmm. how long does it take? This song was probably like, I don't know, 15 minutes. Because it's either going to be really fast or really slow. When you're by yourself, you kind of know. 
You have to deal with other people's bull crap, or you just don't know at all, and you're like, I don't know, let me keep tinkering with it. Correct. So this one kind of fell out of you. It did, yeah. It felt like it felt like a really spiritual moment for me. I remember I wrote this song a long time ago when I first moved to Nashville, um, and I was thinking about my great grandmother, my Mamera Willette, and um, was missing her. She, I got to know my great grandmother for 20 years of my life, and um, she passed, and we just all were just so so devastated and miss I was missing her and was just kind of sitting at this coffee table I was renting this place in um in Berry Hill and sat down I'd came, come home from my right that day and was just sitting there make, made some dinner and picked up a pen and very much felt like a vessel moment when you pick up a pen are you picking up a pen and paper with no guitar and you're writing like a poem or are you do you have the guitar in your lap and you're kind of doing what we think of as like the old school way like Ding, ding, ding. Write it down. Ding, yeah. Ding. Like, what's the songwriting process for you when you're by yourself? When I'm by myself, it's it's a paper and a pen usually and uh, and the guitar in my hands for sure. And it's kind of like the guitar will give me this, the structure of what I want the lines to fit inside of. So I have a really hard time, even when I write with other people, I have a hard time doing lyrics separate from music. It's like they feed each other to me. Will you ever go in and be like, okay, I have this like four chord situation. Yeah. And then kind of build a story around the, the kind of music you're feeling? Yes. I do think, I think the music sets a lot of the mood. It's like, what does this, if I don't know what I want to write about, then I'll let the music kind of tell me because it, it might sound like something that makes me feel something and want to talk about it. Or if I'm like, hey, I want to write about this, then I try to like find a piece of music that feels like that so that they kind of have to build together to me. The other song that I think of when I think of you is... You, again, you may have to correct me because I'm going from memory here, but it's somebody's daughter, but it's the version with the Girl Scouts, <laughs> right? That's somebody's daughter, right? Yes, it is. And you, and I, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of these Girl Scouts were homeless. Yeah. And so, how did how did you get with that Girl Scout troop? Why? Like, what what motivated you to do that? And then, how was that experience for you? Well, I heard about Girl Scouts of Middle Tennessee Troop Six Thousand, and there's a Troop Six Thousand in New York that. Um, I was reading about and learning too. And it's like, wow, what a concept. Like you think of, you know, Girl Scouts and you you buy their cookies and it's so awesome. And it's like, there's a specific troop that meets inside of, you know, women's and children's shelters in Nashville. And um, they meet every Thursday and it's this cool thing that they, the structure that they get to turn to for people who are, you know, without permanent housing. And it just, it really moved me learning about what they were doing and, um, and we were talking with, with the people who are running Girl Scouts and they're talking about how they're earning their different badges, just like every other Girl Scouts troop and about their musician badge. And I was like, okay, let's do something together. We can like, so they came in, they got to record in the studio and we got them like stomping and clapping and then taught them the, the chorus. They sang it with me and, and then we got to like hand out their, their musician badge at the end of the That's session. That's awesome. I have chills in the back so of my neck. It- it was such an emotional day. I just, those girls have so much courage. It's insane. Do you have that mic by any chance? Bet she was somebody's best friend. Laugh and go back when she was somebody's sister. Count and change at the lemonade stand. And probably somebody's high school first kiss. Dancing in a gym with the kids. I'll talk about someday plans. Now this slide will turn green and I'll hand her a couple dollars And I wonder if she got lost or they forgot her She's somebody's daughter 
Just awesome. Thanks, I Bobby. feel the same way hearing that now that uh, it's the first time. Thank you. That was, I'll never forget that day as long as I live. Was, that was really special. And how great that you got to hand out the badges at the <laughs> yeah. end. It's like the perfect ending to that day, doing yeah. that with them. Yeah. Oh, you're going to make yeah. me cry again. Uh, and never do it. <laughs> Thanks, Bobby. In every pair of Tacova's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. A great pair of Western boots will elevate a casual look or add a refined flair that'll draw both eyes and compliments. Tacova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they'll last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova store, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. They offer custom branding and leather stamping if you want to personalize your boots or fine leather goods. And stay cool in short-sleeve moisture-wicking pearl snap or make your own shade with one of their classic straw hats, new in both men's and women's styles. And if you're planning to hit the road, Tacova's ever-growing lineup of rugged and full-grain leather bags will get you where you're headed in style and are built to last decades. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. Tacovas.com. And don't go gently, y'all. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson, how do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's Place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the Boar's Nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the kids at St. Jude. St. Jude's been leading the way in the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of childhood cancer. Your support means that families never get a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the families can focus on helping their child live. And that really hits home for me because I've been to St. Jude many times. I've hung out with the kids, played music for the kids. I was in the hospital a lot as a kid. Now, I didn't have cancer, but if it wasn't for people stepping up, I don't know that I would have been able to go and stay in the hospital and be taken care of. So that's why we do this, take care of others. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. When you do this, you'll get this awesome new, this shirt saves lives shirt. So join all the doctors and researchers, you know, and me in this fight and just text the word Bobby to 785-833. It's only six numbers, but text the word Bobby to 785-833. What are you listening to right now? Ooh, let's see. And it doesn't have to be new. Okay. Because I definitely have the days of the week when I'm listening to, to some <laughs> new stuff. trying to, But then I have the stuff that are my old faithfuls. Yep. That... I know I'm going to put on John Mayer Continuum. Yep. I know I'm going to put on 
uh, Counting Crows. Yep. Like I have my music that when it's time for me to not worry about music, but just accept the music that I love, that I go to. Yeah, okay. Okay, thank you. That's a good prerequisite. But I have been putting on Flaming Red, Patty Griffin before, like while I'm doing my makeup, before I get ready at my shows. I love that record so much. Um, I'm always listening to Lori McKenna. Um, the Lorraine record in my truck, I have six CD players and like four of them are hers. So it's pretty much just cycles through when I'm driving. Um, the headline there is she still uses a CD player. I don't yeah, know what you guys I, heard. I know. I, that's yeah, the true. Head- <laughs> They're in there. It's just, become, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, but it's in there. Um, I really love this, the Sash Alex Sloan record that came out. She's, we're, I'm friends with her. She's so good. And she's so good. I know. And it's hard for me to separate, because, you know, and her husband, I'm, I play golf with her husband too, Henry. Nice. And so, she's so good. And when she, yeah. had, when she had to change her name. I know. I was like. I know. I went to say just Sasha Sloan, but then I was like, I was like, like Sasha, what's happening? She goes, there's another artist. I mean, I had to go through a similar thing. So I, we you were, did? yeah, we were Instagramming about that. I was like, oh, the good old, <laughs> the good old immigration things of name changes. So yeah, I haven't met her in person yet, but I really want to. I think you guys would love each yeah, other. Yeah, I really. We need to. We need to connect. Go for coffee and hang. But. She's also, and I'm gonna have you finish that that your, your music here. But she's also so like legitimately emo. Yes. Like oh. all, she came. She was playing pickleball with Kate, with Caitlin. <laughs> And she was like, pickleball. And Caitlin's like, come over. Because her and Caitlin are friends. <laughs> That's cool. And she shows up. She goes, I don't own tennis shoes. I love it. And I was oh, like, you are man. so you. She's like, yeah. that's legit. I was that's, like, you are oh, legit that makes you. me that, really <laughs> happy to hear that. Oh, I love that. What else you got musically? Um, oh, the Patrick Droney record. I loved that. I've, I've been listening to that a bunch. Um, Ray Bull. Do you know any of Ray Bull's mm-hmm. music? Okay, so we met this past year. Ray Bull or yeah, Ray Bull? Ray Bull, like with a like W R A B E L. Okay, a band or a person? It's a person. Stephen Ray Bull is his name. Okay, uh, he's amazing, and we we got connected through um, our RCA, and we started writing during um, COVID, and had we writ we probably wrote like fifteen or sixteen songs together, and then met in person in LA a few months ago, and. His music's just amazing. His whole his whole record that he's put out is just so emotional and beautiful. And um, one of the songs we wrote together is the is on the record, which is such a cool thing to me. Um, but yeah, I love it. His music's wonderful. Mike, did you find any Rabel? How do you spell it again? W R A. Oh, W R A. Yeah. W R A B E L. Let me hear a little Rabel here. I'm, I'm probably gonna like him. You're gonna like if him. how yeah. you're describing it is. It's beautiful music. Yeah. I think he's awesome. Let's see. Is he showing up? Or yeah, is he- I got it. What song? Pa- what if- uh, Pale Blue Dot's the one I wrote with him, but we don't have to listen to that Let's one. listen to the one. <laughs> Let's listen to Pale Blue Dot. I got it. All right. <laughs> I'm already in. Okay, good. Yeah, my- <laughs> hit me with a minor right at the beginning. I'm like, it's sad. Oh, I'm in. It's so sad and awesome. <laughs> Funny how the smallest thing Open up a big trap door Then you question everything I was at the grocery store Saw somebody smiling in line I started thinking about their life I wonder what happiness feels like I wonder if I felt it before I wonder if love comes one time Two or three or even more I wonder if we ever get in 
answers to the letters they were sending God. And I wonder why we're spinning on this pale blue dot. Oh, now I get it. <laughs> pale blue dot. Yeah. So you wrote this with him? I did. Really good. Thanks. I, th- Thanks, I can Bobby. also hear you singing that. <laughs> Do you ever get in a write with someone and uh, this is an um, this is a again a vo- an emotionally vulnerable song. Yep. It doesn't have to be personal to be vulnerable. True. It can be how you're feeling. True. It doesn't have to be how, what you've experienced. It can be how you're feeling. Yep. Do you ever go, oh, they're being really vulnerable today. Holy crap. They're being, I got to like change. I, I got to be that way now too. I got to match them. Yes. I have to match their energy. And maybe I wasn't prepared one way or the other to match that energy when I came in the room. True. Also, sometimes though, I think it's about just holding the door for their energy. Okay. Tell me more of that. I think it can be like, whether I'm the one who's really opening up and there's a co-writer who's just asking the right questions, who's like just kind of listening in a way and is like catching things that you're saying that you didn't really mean as a line, but then you kind of are just helping them interpret the, the of what they're being vulnerable about or what I'm being vulnerable about either way. But that's sometimes the, I think it's like you just hold the door open. That's the job I would want. <laughs> that's my door favorite door yeah just like just say a bunch of stuff and, <laughs> and i'm gonna tell just, you when it's good yes, yes totally and then it will just put it all together and it'll be great <laughs> in every pair of tacova's boots you can expect handmade quality first wear comfort and timeless western style a great pair of western boots will elevate a casual look or add a refined flair that'll draw both eyes and compliments Tacova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they'll last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova store, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. They offer custom branding and leather stamping if you want to personalize your boots or fine leather goods. And stay cool in short sleeve moisture wicking pearl snap or make your own shade with one of their classic straw hats. New in both men's and women's styles. And if you're planning to hit the road, Tacova's ever-growing lineup of rugged and full-grain leather bags will get you where you're headed in style and are built to last decades. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. Tacovas.com. And don't go gently, y'all. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How did the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the kids at St. Jude. St. Jude's been leading the way in the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of childhood cancer. Your support means that families never get a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the families can focus on helping their child live. And that really hits home for me because 
I've been to St. Jude many times. I've hung out with the kids, played music for the kids. I was in the hospital a lot as a kid. Now, I didn't have cancer, but if it wasn't for people stepping up, I don't know that I would have been able to go and stay in the hospital and be taken care of. So that's why we do this, take care of others. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. When you do this, you'll get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. So join all the doctors and researchers, you know, and me in this fight and just text the word Bobby to 785-833. It's only six numbers, but text the word Bobby to 785-833. So here's what I'm going to say. If you're listening to us now, first of all, I'm going to tell you to go follow Tanil at Tanil Towns. I'm then going to tell you that you should stream her song, Villain and Me, because I love it. And if you've gotten this far in the podcast, you probably love it too. (laughs) True. She has her very first headlining tour, which is kicking off right after the beginning of the year. All the dates are up on our website, TennilleTowns.com. I mentioned all the cities, but I want you to go and watch a show. And the Lemonade Stand, it's a year old. Yeah. Yeah. Almost over a year. But it still exists and is, I, I love it. Thanks. I do. I love it. So, obviously, I'm a big fan. I'm happy to see you in person again. So happy to see you, Were we talking about too. on mic or off mic in person and on social media? I think we at the very start. Were we rolling then? I think we were rolling. We, were rolling. we, we did. We were rolling talking about your really cool trees, but. Maybe we're rolling for that, too. <laughs> we're rolling for that? I don't think that part. Oh, I got man. Re- well, the, I, I, I didn't buy fancy trees. <laughs> they are so beautiful. But you're they making like, it sound like I went all hoity-toity and bought special trees. I mean, they are lined up so symmetrically, and they are like the most beautiful red trees I've ever seen. It does They're feel so like gorgeous. you drive into a Hallmark movie. Yes, exactly, Mike. That's exactly what it is. I will say they may have been strategically lined up by the person who. <laughs> built the property but i didn't like buy fancy trees i mean they're normal trees they're normal trees yeah um so (laughs) tenille thank you You, thanks for having me you are a plus for sure and then i hope people go and check out the new stuff and go see you on tour thank you thanks for having me i love getting to talk to you pale blue dots are also the dots on the concert sites when you go and check your yes, seats. The seat the seat. Yeah. Oh, we should write that angle. Same title. <laughs> Nobody would get it though. <laughs> I log on at 4 a.m. <laughs> to see if anyone bought tickets. But they there didn't. We so yeah. We've uh, got the verse. Just this is catch amazing. these. Just tell yeah, me what's going. Catch these. The yeah. Hold the door for me. I'm on a roll. <laughs> All right, to Nil Towns, you guys go follow her. There we go. <laughs> This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol. The joy they brought to the nation. You're free completely. No one is there to destroy you. The danger they endured. They said my head should be cut off. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. 
this time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.